What's going on? It's your boy, Mike Maul. This is the Maul It Over Podcast. Today, today, today. What's going on? I'm back, man. Today is a good day. It is a good day. You know, I had to take a week off, you know, in memory of Natasha Dewan Fitch, also known as Tater. That was my homie, my ace boom coon. You know, all that, my day one. So I had to take some time to really think about, you know, all the good times we had and so forth. So let's just have a minute or a moment rather of silence um, for Tater. Okay. Look, man, let me tell y'all, speaking of Taylor, let me tell you a weird thing. And uh, I never really experienced this because nobody close to me really, like close, close to me, had ever passed for real. But this was the most weirdest thing. Um, so the other day I was real bored and it was like two o'clock in the morning. And I was like, man, I need to bounce some ideas off of somebody. My wife is up here snoring. I need to really reach out to talk to somebody. Let me call Tater. That's what I said in my head. I turned over and said, let me call Tater. Picked up the phone. Went to call Tater and it hit me. I said, man, who you think will answer that phone? And if Tater answered that phone, we got a real problem. So it was like, in my head, my world crashed all over again because it was like, my homie ain't gonna answer this phone. No matter what number I dial, no matter how many times I call it, my homie ain't going to answer his phone. So I immediately got into my feelings a little bit. So then I said, well, let me pull up some old videos I had of Tater. And, you know, where she clowning me or something, or we clowning. Let me look at them. So I go into my app. Tell me why my app done deleted all my videos. Heartbroken. Yes, I was. So I ain't got no videos of the homie Tater. And I mean, honestly, it's kind of pissing me off because, like, I can't even see the homie no more. But I don't know. Maybe that's God's way of, you know, helping me deal with some things. I don't know, man. But if you got a couple videos, pictures or something like that, you know, send a couple my way because I do miss the homie. I mean, I got pictures. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like some videos and stuff like that. I just feel like, you know, truth be told, I ain't really... You know, come to a grips with it all yet. I was really in shock. Even at the funeral, like, you know, it wasn't real to me. I just didn't take it serious. It's like I did, but I didn't. Like, I knew this was a real thing. I knew it was a real event. I knew this had really happened. But it was so surreal. It was like, nah, she gonna get up. She gonna call me later. This is crazy, but yeah, she gonna call me later. But has she called me later? <laughs> I would hope that I did not answer that call. Because I would not be here talking to you right now. I would have had to been on the other side to answer. But I'm here, so let's talk about something. Today, we're going to talk about people who say they won't help, but they really don't. Everybody got one of these in their life. Everybody got a few of these in their lives. Where you find somebody who comes to you with a situation or a problem and they say they won't help but when you give them the help that is required that God has put on your heart when you're not speaking in self you're actually speaking in wisdom and they turn it down they say they're gonna do it 
But two weeks later, they come to you with the same exact issue. And you're like, didn't we just talk about this? Like, my older sister got a thing where if you bring up something that's already discussed, she say, oh, so we talking about that again. So that's how I feel when some of these people bring some of these issues. It's like, oh, so we're talking about that again. Like, didn't I already talk to you about this? Now, granted, everybody has had advice from somebody and did not listen to it. I think it is inevitable because I know I have. I've had plenty of times where I was doing something or whatever the case may be that I shouldn't have. And someone poured into me some advice and I completely blew it off. Truth be told, had I listened to some of the people who gave me advice when I was younger, man, I would probably be a millionaire right now. I would be so much smarter, so much wiser. I would have been so much better off. Now, it's like when I'm trying to pour into my son, I forget that I was once my son where, yeah, I heard you talking and I know you mean nothing but good for me. But it still went in one ear and out the other. It didn't take until I got older. It took, you know, wisdom and maturity to kick in for me to say, oh, that makes sense. Only thing that I can say that I hope my son gets that I had is I had the ability to recall what was said to me. So it's like, I remember when so-and-so said this to me and I didn't get it then, but man, I get it now. Like... I remember me and my friend, I wasn't going to say my wife, but I don't think it was her. But at any any rate, we was talking and it was about the tater situation. But it wasn't me telling her about the tater situation. It was the same exact thing, except for they were going through it. Like they had reached out to their mom or their aunt or somebody, whoever she was, and nobody was there. So I gave them advice, you know, on you know what to do and things like that. And... It was well taken and they were able to use it to get over whatever the situation was or so it seemed. And now they give me the same advice and it's like, well, okay, but that's not as easy as you said it was. And it's like, ching, ching, ching. Yes. Just because you're giving someone advice and they don't want to hear it doesn't mean they're not hearing you. However, some people completely ignore your advice entirely. Like, it's one thing if you hear it, it just don't apply it. It's another thing when you just take my time, waste it, and ignore it. Now, I tell people all the time, if we have a conversation, it's because I value it. Because at the end of the day, any conversation you have in your life with anyone is almost to be considered priceless. Now, why is that? Because... Money you can get more of. Mostly anything in the world you can get more of. What you cannot get more of under any circumstance is time. Time doesn't stop. It doesn't cease. It'll go on and on and on forever. And once it's gone, you can never rehab it. You can never go back to 10 minutes ago. You can never go back to three conversations ago. You can never go back and say, hey, Tater, what's up? What you doing? And have her say, Eddie, what you doing? Long story about the Eddie, but you get it. You can never go back to that. So you got to be very wise in your movements. Your time is literally priceless. 
So if I'm giving you a priceless jewel of mine, which is my time and my conversation, the least you can do is apply it and see if it works. If it don't work, come tell me and we'll rehash it. I'll go back and I'll pray on it. I'll try to figure out what I did wrong. But if it works, it has the possibility to change your life. Heck, I can tell you this for sure. Let Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk come to me and give me some advice. I guarantee you I'm running with it to the bank. But that same advice, just because it comes from somebody very wealthy, don't mean it's very wise. Some of the best advice you'll get is probably from somebody who's close to you, old enough to give you some advice, and young enough know how to get to know how to give you the advice, and wise enough to know how to say it so that you can receive it, even if you don't apply it. Receiving it is most important because you can apply it later. Because sometimes in your situation, you don't see how you can apply it. But over time, God will reveal itself and it will become more relevant at how this piece of fruit is to be applied for life edification. Now, I say all that to say, don't waste your time arguing with people or trying to convince people who already made up their mind that they don't want to be helped. There's plenty of people who are struggling to figure out what it is they need to do to be successful or to grow or to become entrepreneurs that really want to do it versus the the other group of people who want to stay stuck, stale, and stagnant where they are. I say this on every one of these podcasts, it seems like. If they don't push you forward, they're pulling you backwards. There is no such thing as sitting still because time will always progress. And if you do nothing, you are wasting time. And if you're wasting time, you are digressing. I told you, it's priceless. You can never get it back. The time that it is now, it'll never be again. Use it wisely. Don't waste it on people who don't really want it. And I can honestly say throughout my life, I've ran into this on numerous occasions you have to i'm sure you have and it does get tiresome but there's always some key things that lets you know that people are just coming to you to waste your time i would say the first thing is when you go to give them advice they immediately come with the rebuttals or the woe is me stories immediately when that happens, you got to start looking at the situation. What's really going on here? Also, when they never can see themselves in the problem or in the situation, chances are they've already made up in their mind that they didn't do nothing. They have no wrong. They don't have anything to be blamed for. And everything they've done has always been right. That's what happens. And it's like, dude, you could have change this a little bit too even if it's somebody using you you know the best way to stop somebody from using you i'll tell you right now you ready big secret stop letting them use you you know what they're for you know what they're doing stop being an enabler to people let yourself grow as you've heard numerous times just because they go with you don't mean they can grow with you and vice versa just because they grow with you don't mean they can go with you y'all might have came up at the same time that don't mean y'all going places at the same time so pay that attention but 
those little things is things that you can look for. Another thing that people do that really have no intention of taking your advice is they look you dead in your face and you done poured out all this advice and they say these words. Yeah, but you don't understand. And in your head, you're saying, but didn't I just break down and explain to you everything that you was going through? Didn't I just give you answer for every situation you just handed me? And then they hit you with it, but you don't understand. No, you don't want to be helped. You want to be pitied. And guess what? My time is too valuable to sit around and have pity parties. I refuse. Get rid of them. Get rid of that person. That person does not mean you any well. I mean, I'm just saying. You come around me with all that negativity and that pity, that woe is me. I'm going to tell you, okay, how long are we going to do this because I'm done? Or I say, hey, look, take this somewhere else. I don't feel like hearing it. It just gets old, man. I mean, especially if you're close to me. Now, if you ain't close to me, I ain't going to lie. If you're close to me, you're going to get the harsh words. If you ain't close, I'm going to probably just say, you know, maybe you should talk to someone. And I'm going to leave it there because I'm not going to just dog you or something like that. I'm not dogging anybody. But if you're close to me, you know I'm kind of blunt sometimes. It's like, okay, so you still, you still on this, huh? Or as my oldest sister would say, so we're on that again. Okay. Yeah, you're on that again. It's time to get over that or push through that. When will you stop being a a, a floor mat? When are you going to stop letting people run you over? When are you going to stop letting people treat you any kind of way? When are you going to stand up and say you're worth it? You know what I'm saying? All that comes into play when you want to change something. Anything you want to change that someone is doing to you and you don't like it, let me tell you how you do it. You just stop. You just do it. Like, anybody. If they're doing it and you don't like it, just stop it. Stop them from doing it. Or get away from them. There's no, you know, sometimes you just got to get away from them. Even husbands and wives, sometimes. I'm not saying leave your husband and wife. Don't get me saying. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, sometimes you need to just take a break. Take a car ride. You know, go out to, like, a little township that got nice houses and farmland. Just clear your head and then come back. Because even as husbands and wives, sometimes your wife or your husband may be trying to give you some type of information for you to download. And you just ain't hearing it because you've always done it your way and you think your way is the right way. You just ain't trying to hear it. But sometimes when you take that ride and God begins to work on you and begins to open up your mind and you get to thinking, you realize, dang, I know what she said or he said, but it was stupid when she said it. And that's what you tell yourself. But then after a time or a while, you say, yeah, that really made sense. I need to fix that. So there's just times like that when you can apply stuff and it helps you. But you got to be able to do that, man. If you're a person who go to somebody with a situation and always find out a reason why you have to stay in that situation, do us a favor. Don't come to us until you're sick and tired of being in that situation. Not until you think it, not until you just hope you are. When you're sick and tired of being in a situation, you will know it. When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you will know it. And when they get you the advice you need, you will know it is good advice. Now, be wise at who you take the advice from. You don't want people just speaking in self, giving you advice. You don't want people just saying, well, I ain't like him anyway, so this is what you need to do. No, you want somebody who has your best interests at heart and who, you know, is really in your corner. Because if not, 
they might be selling you up the stream so that they can slide in the back door and pick up on him or her or whatever the situation is. So just be mindful of that. So this was a heavy episode for me today because, you know, the Tater situation really is still in my head. As you can see, I spoke of it several times throughout this podcast. But it really bothered me. So I need y'all to pray for me. And I will take your advice. Don't get me wrong. Just pray for me, though. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, uh, that's the first time I really lost somebody this close to me. And I'll be cool 98% of the days. But there's the times when I think, like, dang, I really ain't going to talk to my homie ever again. So it's like, dang, we just got to work on it. We got to do better. And give your people the roses while they can still smell it. And remember, don't waste your time on people who can't afford your oil. Anyway, that's my time. This is the Mullet Over Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to me at mulletoverpodcast at gmail.com. Y'all, be blessed, reach for the stars, and do whatever you got to do to be successful within reason. Till next time, that's my time. Peace. Peace.